golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G., Along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B. Hey, it's uh, conditions are dry, hard, and fast. Don't light a match. Don't drop that cigarette. You might start a fire. I did. Saturday night. What? Big, big bonfire at uh, my friend's little bed and breakfast in Mount Dora on Saturday night. Saturday night. Oh, Rich B. So much fun. Oh, the cozy little village? 40 degrees out. The bund- cozy village you by know, the lake. I had lake. my long underwear on, oh, bundled up, had friends in town, and uh, yeah, we had a wonderful bonfire out at the uh, Cinnamon Inn, which we'll be talking about in a few minutes because we've got a little special giveaway tonight. You know we love giveaways, Rich Bay, and we've got something very special for Veterans Day, which uh, we will be talking about in a few minutes, but... Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We were sipping a little red wine. I had my long underwear on. <laughs> For the second time. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> we we even uh, cooked up some s'mores, Rich B. It got pretty crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. That's crazy time when you're doing s'mores. And, of course, we had our 15th festival of the year in Mount Dora. There's always great stuff going on in Mount Dora. We had the Plant and Garden Festival. And they do have a lot of uh, festivals out there. Yeah, there's always... And Renegers is out there. Renegers. Hey. I know I know you go out there because you've got all kinds of wonderful little... Mm-hmm. Yard sale and kind of stuff Antiques in your house. But it was, uh, it was a good time. And, hey, golf. Ryan Moore successfully defending his CIMB Classic title in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Shooting a 5-under 67 on Sunday for a three-stroke win beating fellow American Gary Woodland for the second straight year. You know, they had a playoff last year. And um, great, great tournament. Sergio Garcia, Kevin Na, take a nap, Na, shared a three-way tie for second with Woodland. And some great golf. But Sergio and Kevin ran into a little trouble with palm trees on Sunday. I don't normally think of palm trees being a super... Uh, obstruction obstruction but sergio lost his in one on the 10th hole the par five ended up taking double bogey seven ball disappeared in the palm tree and same with kevin on i think it was i don't know what hole 17 he put his shot in the top of a palm tree it was irretrievable so he took a penalty and returned to the tee finishing with a double bogey that ended his chance to win so was he gesturing the crowd somehow? Yes. I think Kevin needs a little, uh, I don't know, some kind of coaching, mental coaching, anger management. I'm not sure. 
But yeah, apparently he was distracted by some cameras. I think it was on hole number 16. And uh, he missed a putt. He backed off the putt, I guess, actually. And he missed it from about two feet. And then he waved his finger to the gallery in frustration. Not was a good it, thing what, to was do. Was it a particular finger or just uh... I'm not I'm not sure. <laughs> at any rate, uh, definitely <laughs> a few issues there for for Kevin. But a great tournament. And we got the World Golf Championships, HSBC, in Shanghai. In fact, 13 hours difference, so they're going to be teeing off in about an hour. You can watch it tonight on the Golf Channel. That's going to be fun. Our, t- our time, Rich B of the night, 10 p.m. to 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, Late night golf, which is really pretty cool, and uh, Golf Channel will be covering that. And, uh, you know, a, and you know, these are the people that have already made it. This is a World Golf Championship. These guys are high in the rankings. Okay, well, let's turn the page. We've got the Senior Tour qualifying right now, Orange County National, going on over there. And uh, these guys are grinding for uh, next year's tour card on the Senior uh, uh, Tour, right, the Champions Tour, which is a very close shop. Pretty difficult to get uh, a card onto that. Absolutely. We've got the LPGA Tour that is in Japan this week, the Mizuno Classic, and uh, NB Park went in again in Taiwan last week, NB, rolling along. And, of course, uh, the race to the CME Globe coming up in Naples in a couple of weeks. This is a million-dollar year-end bonus, points, season-long points championship that they're playing for, so... Big things happening still on the LPGA Tour and the Champions Tour wrapping up last week. Rich B, Tom Pernice Jr. winning the Cup Championship, but the big winner, Bernhard, the ultimate driving machine, Longer. Taking, taking it home all. All the cheese. All the cheese. And we're going to talk more about that in a little bit. But, Rich B, we got a special guest on the line here that we want to go to right now. Uh, somebody that a lot of people in the Florida area and Orlando probably know because uh, he started what has become one of the biggest junior golf tours in the area, the Hurricane Junior Golf Tour, which was founded in 2007, started by Mario Conte, the executive director, and he's got some news we're going to talk about. And welcome to the show, Mario. Hey, guys. Hey, Ali. How you doing? Fantastic. Um Boy, your your junior tour has just grown uh, leaps and bounds, Mario. I know uh, just recently, too, you added a new event here in Orlando, I believe. Out uh, Was it at Celebration? You had a tournament of, in October? Yeah, it was a good event. We had a, uh, It's called the Academy Cup. We invited all of our uh, academies that play with us out of Celebration Golf Club, and uh, that event was actually won by Mike Bender Golf Academy, and it was a great venue and a great event. We're going to have Mike on in a little bit later in the show. So you've gone from, I th- what, what, 25 events when you started to over 145 events this year? Yeah, it's been, it's been a great ride. Uh, actually, in 2008, when we started the tour, we were only in uh, three states and uh, barely barely getting 25 events off the ground. And uh, this year, we actually will complete 145 events in uh, 16 different states. It's been awesome. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we got a great staff, and um, um, you know, couldn't have asked for uh, for a better year. I mean, it's really amazing what you've created because that's not a lot of time. And as we know, there 
you know, a number of their junior tours out there. What's been the key to your success? I mean, really the key to our success is just the, the staff that we have. Uh, we have uh, pretty rigorous uh, training programs that we put our, our guys through. And um, and I think really the biggest thing that sets us apart is that our guys have a lot of fun uh, with, with what they do. We all enjoy what we do. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun seeing the kids succeed out there. And uh, we've been pretty successful getting – uh, a lot of our players, D1, D2 scholarships, and um, um, it's just this has just really been a great year for us. Uh, how do people find out about about uh, signing up for these events, getting their kids involved? Uh, most of our, you know, most of our entries are done at our website, which is hjgt.org. Um, you know, we'll uh, you know sign up most of our kids there, and um, um, and uh, you know we also have uh, customer service available every day from eight to six by uh, by calling our headquarters. Awesome, awesome, the Hurricane Junior Golf Tour. Well, you're branching out, and you've got a new Pro-Am series that you're announcing. Tell our listeners about that. Yeah, that's been an exciting new project. Uh, we always seem to be kind of um, coming up with new ideas around the tour, and it's called the Hurricane Pro-Am Series, and uh, we started it a few months ago. Our first event is going to be uh, February 22nd, starting through the 26th in Palm Springs, California, uh, we've got some of the really premier courses in that area on our schedule. And, uh, you know, it was just an idea just to have, you know, bring people out and, and just make it a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be uh, competitive. It's going to be fun. And um, it's going to be at uh, the Agua Caliente Hotel, which is one of the premier uh, uh, casino hotels in that area. And uh, um, just looking forward to uh, to having some of the pros that we work with out there and, and from around the country. And, you know, so far the, the buzz has been uh, pretty exciting about it. I know Rich B. loves playing in these events, and he's a member of the Florida PGA section here. Um, tell us a little bit about how the event's structured. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a five-man team. It's going to be four amateurs and, and one club pro, and, um, and, and it's going to be a best ball. Um, uh, it's going to be gross and net. So uh, the pros are actually going to play for a cash prize first of uh, between ten dollars to $20,000, and uh, the amateurs will also play for a, for a, a prize purse as well, and uh, you know we'll award daily daily we'll we'll do daily payouts, and then also um, we're going to do 54 hole payouts. And the the event will start with a, a nice kickoff dinner, a nice formal dinner at the the, the casino, and um, um, every day included in the entry package will be uh, breakfast and, and lunch provided with uh, um, um, prizes at the end. And uh, just like I said, it's, it's geared towards being a a fun and, and competitive uh, week of, of golf, and, and what could be better than being in Palm Springs in February? Oh, Palm Springs is the best, and you certainly got Rich B's attention with uh, the, that those five-figure purses there, I think. Uh, <laughs> and, and also, I believe you got another little special bonus you're throwing in for the pros, right? Is it is it uh, free airfare if they sign up uh, by a certain time? Yeah, you know we've uh, we've created a lot of buzz in the the PGA world where we're offering uh, if a PGA pro puts a team together from their from their course, uh, we'll fly them out to Palm Springs for free, and we'll also pay for their entire entry fee. So uh, it's it's going to be roughly about a thirty two thirty three hundred dollar uh, value for them, and um, um, you know we look forward to uh, to seeing as many pros out there as possible. All right, if I'm a if I'm a listener and I want to play, I don't necessarily belong to a private club. Uh, how could I participate? 
Um, well, I mean, all, all we're, uh, we're doing is, uh, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be uh, from a particular golf course. Uh, just get four amateurs together, uh, pair it up with a pro. We're actually getting people to sign up uh, individually as well, so we're going to put together kind of random teams. And um, I suggest you go to hurricaneproam.com, and uh, you can register for a free membership there and, and give us a call if you have any further questions, and uh, we'll be more than happy to place you on your team uh, if, if you can't field a team from a private golf course. And you do need a, a USGA handicap. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we will have uh, USGA handicaps verified, and uh, um, you know uh, we will uh, definitely uh, not be allowing any sandbagging. Yeah, there's no sandbagging, and uh, that makes it fair for everybody. And uh, there's a low gross, low net. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be low gross and low net uh, every day. Nice, very cool. And uh, you can go to Hurricane H. What is it? HJ. It's uh, the the pro am series is hurricaneproam.com, uh, and then our junior tour. Um, actually, we have three tours, a junior tour, a college tour, and a pro-am. If you want to get all three of them in one shot, go to hurricanetour.com. Awesome. All right. Mario Conte, the executive director of the Hurricane Golf Tour. Check it out online. We appreciate it. He's homegrown here right in the Sunshine State based in Jacksonville. So, Mario, we wish you a lot of success and appreciate you spending some time with us. Mario Conte. Hey, Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate you guys having me on. All right. The Hurricane Junior Golf Tour or the HurricaneProam.com. Check them both out. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with Rich B. And Rich, we've got a very special giveaway tonight in honor of Veterans Day, which is next Tuesday, November the 11th. Um, Playing with a couple of veterans tomorrow. Yes. My favorite, Colonel Travis Lewis and Lieutenant... Tony Bishop, or Butler. Tony Butler, great guys. You know, these are pro-am specialist guys. That's a great idea. These are the guys I need to hook up in that pro-am. That would be a riot. Yeah, absolutely. We um, know many of our uh, military friends who love to play golf. Well, one of my favorite places in Mount Dora, as I mentioned in the first segment, is the Cinnamon Inn. It's a bed and breakfast Actually, it's in my little town of Tangerine, which is just outside Mount Dora. There's a town called Tangerine? There's a town called Tangerine. Yes, there is. And you're wearing a Tangerine shirt? I am. It's pretty bright, isn't it? But anyway, this is uh, some friends of mine own the Cinnamon Inn. It's It's a mother and daughter that run it. It's absolutely just the neatest little place. And you know why it's called the Cinnamon Inn? Because they make some of the best cinnamon rolls you will ever taste, Rich B. I can make them last no not a week a minute <laughs> they're so good but you know you wake up in the morning you smell these freshly baked cinnamon rolls and the guest rooms are just all you know specially decorated they've got these beautiful gardens it's situated in the woods it's just minutes from historic downtown mount dora so here's the deal if you're interested and you're a veteran or you are a friend of a veteran and would like to give this special one night stay at the Cinnamon Inn in honor of Veterans Day. 
You be caller number two right now, 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255. It's for Monday or Tuesday night, includes breakfast, and hey, take the day off, or hopefully hopefully you get the day off, and you can cruise around Mount Dora. Always fun stuff to do, and especially as we're coming into the holidays, it's a great place to come and just hang out, so... If you happen to be a veteran or you have a friend and you'd like to gift this to a veteran, maybe a member of the family or somebody you play golf with, as Rich B. was saying, call in 407-916-8255, and uh, we're giving away free night at the lovely Cinnamon Inn. All right, Rich B., we're going to talk some more golf here and bring in our main golf insider, Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well. Good. So, Ryan Moore closing the door on the tournament Sunday. Big win for him. He's got to be wondering why he uh, why he plays so well in the fall and can't get it done the rest of the time because uh, he certainly uh, has shown plenty of uh, plenty of promise in, in some of these fall events. Defended his title in Malaysia, and I believe. He's got another win in the fall in Vegas. So, um, you know, it helped him to a really good year um, this past season, and now he's off to another great start. We'll see if he can build on it. And the uh, first of the WGC events happening this week, again, because of our wraparound season, it's the first for the 2015 golf season. Uh, over there in Shanghai, pretty impressive field. What uh, the fifth top fifty in the world rankings? Right. It's uh, well, you know what? It's the first, the first of the PGA Tour season and the last of the European Tour season. It's a little bit awkward because um, see it's one of their final four events. In fact, it's uh, third to last for them. Uh, but yeah, forty of the top fifty. That's uh, I think it's the best field they've ever had. You know, obviously they don't have Rory. Phil Tiger, uh, but uh, forty of fifty is really good, um, and uh, it's it's really you know stepped up now as as you know sort of like they've they've referred to it as Asia's major, and uh, it's uh, it's a heck of a good tournament, and it's kind of nice for us, you know, that we've talked a couple times, sort of the night golf you get to watch on TV. Yeah, absolutely. So, in um, fact, they'll, good for, the, they'll good be, for them. It, it, I think it starts uh, in about an hour. They're 13 hours ahead, so it's Thursday. And you can tune in tonight to the Golf Channel at 10 o'clock and catch, them, uh, catch the coverage. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I think for that reason, it, the, these events in, in, in Asia, overseas, are, are really good for this time of year. Uh, you know, as we've discussed, I I, instead of playing domestically, I wish they would do this. You know, uh, play play more than two. You know, Malaysia, China, maybe maybe Australia, maybe Hawaii on the way there and back uh, would would make for a really kind of a compelling, uh, you know, sort of Pacific swing. And uh, you know, it, uh, I, I think gives it gives you something to sort of market. Um, but. Uh, you know, we've talked about this a few times. It's uh, I just find it to be very, very odd that they go Northern California, Vegas, Georgia, Malaysia, China, uh, and then and then back to Mexico. That's that's kind of the that's the schedule that we we've had here. And 
hard to believe we've only got one more week after this, and then and then they actually are done for a little while. Yeah, the field has – we're going to get to see some players we haven't seen for a while. Adam Scott is playing, Justin Rose, Jordan Spieth, Brant Snedeker, Bubba Watson, Hunter Mahan, Graham McDowell, Martin Keimer. Is there appearance fees in this? Uh, no, no, there's not. Um, uh, because the, because it's a PGA tour sanctioned event, there can't be. So, um, uh, now this is not an exhibition. This is part of the season. It's the, do do, do they get, um, you know, maybe, uh, perks, you know, free rooms, that kind of thing, you know, airfare, uh, that's quite possible. Uh, and but 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 it's my understanding if you do that you have to offer it to everyone, uh, and and you know in, in sort of technically it is an appearance fee event because there's no cut. I believe everybody's guaranteed forty thousand. Uh, so you know these guys who I think there's 24 who played in Malaysia who who made the jump over <laughs> to Shanghai. You know those guys who did that are you know giving them they're giving themselves a nice little. Uh, bump into the season here because they're they're guaranteed money, they're guaranteed FedEx points, and uh, you know it's uh, uh, then they then they can take time off again, uh, you know, before they gear up again in January. Well, this is a unique week because it there's also a tournament here in the states, the Sanderson Farms, which moved from the spring now to the fall. Correct. That's right. They didn't play it uh, this past uh, summer. It, it had been opposite the British Open uh, for many years, and now they decided to make it opposite uh, World Golf Championship events. Uh, and, and actually, you know, it's it's a pretty good idea on, on their part. What they're doing is they're giving playing opportunities to guys early in the year, you know, some of these web.com guys uh, who, who made it through the finals. Um, there was a lot of complaints last year that in the new system there weren't enough playing opportunities. And so the tour, to their credit, really has looked at that, and they they increased the fields in Vegas and uh, at the Fries. Uh, they they have added this tournament. You know, it's 144, I believe it's 144-person field, so there's 144 more spots that they didn't have a year ago at this time. And... Also, next year, the McGladry is going to two courses uh, for the first two rounds. So that means they can increase the field from 132 to 156. So some of these cries that there's not enough chances for, for guys coming off the web.com are, are being mitigated here. They're, uh, you know, they're giving these guys uh, some chances. That's a good thing. You know, the, I would rather see them have an opposite field event like this now than, than against a major like the British Open. I'm not always sure I like that idea, but I think this is good. Well, Dustin Johnson is the defending champion of the uh, HSBC. Obviously, he's not there. Any word on Dustin? Right. Actually, um, I had communication with his agent last week, as, as did other media people. And, you know, basically the question was, is he playing? And if not, why not? Is there is there uh um, you know, is, is there some sort of a, you know, setback or what have you? Now, of course, you know, the, the elephant in the room here is that back when he when he announced his leave, within a couple of days, Golf.com uh, reported that he was not taking a leave, but that he was suspended for six months uh, for failing a drug test. And, 
you know, if that's the case, uh, well, obviously nobody has confirmed that, so it's, that's why I say it's kind of hard to talk about it as being fact. But it certainly leads to the it certainly leads to the suspicion that that's the case because we're three months in now, and why wouldn't he defend a tournament title? Um, the other side of it is uh, his agent, though, said that he will likely not return until after his fiance Paulina. Um, gives birth to their child. Uh, we don't know exactly when that is, but it's supposed to be after the first of the year. So, again, they sort of present this plausible deniability here about any kind of a suspension. I mean, they said it was a leave. We don't know for how long. Now they say he won't play again until she has the baby. So, you know, they've got they've got kind of their, their reasoning in order to suggest that, uh, you know, there is a reason other than, than a suspension uh, as, as skeptical as some of us might be about that. Someone who is back playing again after his neck injury, which appeared to be pretty serious at the time, the way he was talking, Jason Duffner. Uh, what's the word on Jason? Yeah, now this is his third straight. He played in Australia, uh, played last week in Malaysia, now uh, China. I, I think that's a good sign that he's playing. You know, he, he said going into the into the um, uh, Australia event, the Perth tournament, a European tour event. Know, that he had not played five straight days since he withdrew in the first round of the PGA. So the fact that he's now played three straight weeks or is about to, I think must be a good sign. You know, he completely got away from it, and that's what he said he needed to do. He needed to let it rest. Now, is, is playing three straight weeks a good idea? I mean, maybe he needed to test it. He also knows, my guess is he knows that he's not going to be playing again now for a while. And so he's got uh, a, a more time to rest. But it is good to see him back playing, and, and it seems like he's he's on the way back. That's awesome. So who's your pick for this Sunday, Bob? Well, uh, I, I I didn't really go out on a limb here. I went with Justin Rose, who who seems to be contending almost every time he plays nowadays. You know, he was fourth last week at the the European Tour. Had a different event in Shanghai. Um, kind of nice for those guys they get to play a tournament two weeks in a row in the same city although i'm sure it's not close <laughs> shanghai is quite the big place uh but um uh anyway he uh and he was you know had a great rider cup he was fourth in the tour championship so i just sort of like him to break through and sergio's been playing pretty well too you know he seems to be up there every single week as well so uh you know, a lot of a lot of competition a lot of big names in, in this event well, Rich B., I know you're going to jump right on the bandwagon because your buddy Ricky Fowler's in the field. He didn't do so well out there. I don't know if he really likes playing in Ma Malaysia or wherever it is, uh, China, this week. And uh, I'm going to take Keegan Bradley. Ooh, Keegan. All right. That's a good one. I like that. Rich, did you, uh, Rich, did you go as Ricky Fowler for Halloween last week? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, our girl, Holly G. I'm, I'm wearing the orange shirt tonight, yeah, Bob. She's got, and... the, she's got the fluorescent orange shirt on. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we appreciate your time, Bob. Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. You. You're listening to the Golf Insider 740 The Game. We've got more golf talk coming up. Mike Bender up with us next. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni. I think it's nice. It'd be good to just make a part. 
We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Howie G along with Rich B. And Rich, we're going to give away another one-night stay at the Cinnamon Inn Bed and Breakfast in lovely Mount Dora uh, in honor of Veterans Day. If you're a vet, someone who served in the military or know someone and you would like to gift this to them, Give us a call right now, 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255. Be the third caller, and uh, you're going to win this wonderful one-night stay. Includes breakfast, the homemade cinnamon rolls, go hang out in Mount Dora for a day. Sounds like a time to call in sick and say, hey, taking, taking the day off. And what a special treat. It's about a $200 value. You can't go wrong with that. So give us a call, 407-916-8255. And, hey, Rich B., you know I've been having a little trouble with my golf swing. Oh, my God. And he fixed your golf swing. I can't believe it. He's a magician. <laughs> He's good. I had the reverse <laughs> C going. It was it was bad. And, and then, uh, uh, is Chank? I, is, I, did he get rid of your Chank? Ch- Dude. La, 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 la. I don't want to hear. Uh, um, but anyway, I had the wonderful opportunity to spend some time with one of the best teachers in the nation, Mike Bender, on the line. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Thanks, Holly. How are you doing? You better be practicing what we worked on, I hope. I ha- I have been. I've, I've got the chair drill going. I'm hitting the two tees, the one-handed swinging, the wall drill. I've I've, I've been I've been I've been cooking, boss. You took some good notes then, because that sounds like they're right on the track of the prescription we had. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, it was very interesting. One, um, you know, it'd been a long time since I'd been on video, and that V one system is absolutely fantastic. Uh, to our listeners out there, if you haven't had a chance to get a video lesson, it is it's just it's the best. Um, yeah, I think it helps when you can see it because sometimes, as we know, what we feel we're doing and what we're actually doing are two different things. So I think that really helped you quite a bit by being able to see what we did before and then the after with the changes, not a, let alone a difference in your ball flight. So I think that if anybody that's serious about improving and taking lessons, you, you should get on that video a little bit. Yes, and, and you know, for me, too, had a, a little issue with my grip, which had gotten a little weak so as we all know sometimes it's about going back to the fundamentals golf is all about the fundamentals so um, you helped me there as well but it it was just you know between the drills and also being able to go back and review the the video um, I've uh, you know I think I got it licked <laughs> hope so hope, hope, and we'll know by those scores right yeah, absolutely. That means you're going to have to play a little bit, Holly. I know. That's uh, I've been practicing. Now I got to take it to the course, Mike. Those are two completely different things. Well, you have a fantastic academy over in Lake Mary at um the uh, Magnolia Plantation, and your school is recognized as one of the top 25 schools in America by Golf Magazine. You offer all kinds of instructional programs at an elite academy for junior players. Tell our listeners, you know, more about how uh, they could come out and have a lesson at the Mike Bender Academy. Yeah, I know. I, I know when people are looking around, there's so many choices, right? It's like there's, you know, who do you go to and what programs and 
you know, I think there's, there's so many options, especially in Orlando area. So, you know, the great thing about the Internet these days is you can really do a little research. And, and uh, so if people go to our website, it's just MikeBender.com, and, and, and then check we can see the facilities and the different programs and things we offer. And, you know, that's one of the things I really enjoy doing is we, we have a variety of, of, of different um, types of teaching from, you know, beginning juniors to the, some of the best college kids. And then we do golf schools in the winter. You know, lots of people come down from up north for two or three days to – and we make them a custom school where they can, you know, work for a few hours in the morning, play golf in the afternoon, or we can really uh, kind of arrange it however they would like. So it, it's the flexibility, and that's really nice. So it's always a lot of fun when you get to teach uh, on all different levels. And speaking of all different levels, you've got one of the best players on the PGA Tour, Zach Johnson, who you've been coaching for quite a while. I should say Masters champion Zach Johnson. Uh, how's yeah. how's Zach's game, and, and what do you think it's going to take him to – Get back to, you know, winning another major. Well, you know, I mean, he's got, uh, you know, his his game is very steady. And probably over the last four or five years, at least, we've we've somewhat been a little bit of a maintenance mode because he's, he's been able to win a tournament every year. And, you know, he's on, he was just on the Ryder Cup again for his fourth or fifth time. And so it's really fun coaching one of the best players in the game and learning from them and watching how they go about, you know, playing the game and, but really, for Zach, he's kind of a you know a medium hitter at the at the best. So, so for him to play well on these major courses where you know they seem to lengthen out, where they have a lot of 500 yard par fours and so forth, you know Zach really has to be on his you know, his wedge game and his short game and 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 have a great putting week. And if he does that, he can really compete in any golf tournament with any of the players. Hey, hey, Mike. You know, I was noticing watching uh, Zach how detail oriented. You know, like right. From where his his ball leaves the club face to where the pitch mark is on the green, you know yardage, you know how far that ball's flying. You know, uh, I was really impressed by watching him step off, you know, each shot. Right, and you know he those guys, uh, you know, the average person watching, uh, golfers watching, don't really realize really how detailed that the pros are and. Like in the practice rounds, for instance, when a ball lands on the green with a short iron, they'll look at where the ball mark is, and then they'll walk off the amount of yards that it released. And they'll do that with a short iron, a mid iron, and a long iron, so that you know, they, and, and unless the conditions change drastically, uh, you know, with rain or what have you, you know, they really are dialing in that yardage just right to the, you know, right to the number. And then obviously they also have these uh, uh, altimeter things that show you how much up or down in so they're adding a yard or subtracting a yard here or there, and you know because they really feel like they can. If it's 148 or 146, they can hit a difference of two yards. You know, so it's pretty fun to see that and, and how how really good they really are. Do you spend much time out on tour with Zach, or is it mostly back back at the academy? No, I, I go out uh, probably a dozen times a year with uh, Jonathan Bird and Zach and. I go out on the LPGA tour uh, with Sunwa Lee and uh, Chella Choi, and and then um, I, I just recently started working with Vicky Hurst. So, uh, so I'll probably be on the LPGA tour a little bit more this year as well. All right, now uh, Mike, you know we uh, we got to go to you for the one and only. You know I have to ask you, Tiger Woods, who's uh, did he go to you? I mean, is he in contact with you? Uh, no, no. no I think, <laughs> I did hear a rumor, and I will clarify it as a rumor, but you know how everybody hears everything and everybody wants to know what Tiger's doing and so forth. But 
I did hear a rumor that he's not really going to have a coach, at least not right now, and that, you know, he's going back to his old stock shot, you know, maybe hitting some high draws and, and, uh, and just kind of doing what he used to do when he played good, going back to some of those old familiar feelings and thoughts. So, you know, that, that sounds like a good recipe to me for him right now anyway, instead of, you know, getting more and more technical. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see how he does. I'm hoping that he does really well and that, is, that uh, he is back on track as far as um, his body goes. And it'd be great to have him back playing a full season again. Absolutely. And he's certainly got enough video on Tiger. I think he could probably figure it out. Um, and it's probably good for him to, I, I think, just, just kind of play, play golf and get back to just enjoying the game a little bit more. Right, and I, I think what happens, too, in golf, I mean, everybody, you can't fault anybody for wanting to get better. And in the process of getting better, like I said, there's so many choices for golf instruction, and everybody has a little different twist or take or philosophy. And, and you know, so what happens is, is you get, you know, you go, he's had three different main teachers, and there's all different things. And so all of a sudden your menu becomes pretty big to choose from. And, you know, the bigger the menu, like in a restaurant, you see the quality starts to go down. So, you know, sticking with one one direction, keeping that menu really simple and just becoming really, really good at it, that's a pretty good recipe. I couldn't agree with you more. Mike Bender, a pleasure to have you on the show and just uh, fun to spend an hour with you. And for our listeners, if they want to find out more about the Mike Bender Academy, where do they go? Just go to MikeBender.com and all of our phone number, email, uh, you know, all of our social media accounts, all that stuff is on there, and that, that'd be great. And I really appreciate you having me on and look forward to uh, getting back together with you and seeing how you're progressing, Holly. Thanks so much, Mike. Mike Bender, one of the best in the business. Go to MikeBender.com to find out more about how you can get a lesson with one of his top professionals. You're listening to the Golf Insider 740 The Game. We'll be back with more golf talk. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Rich B, wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk. And as we mentioned, Rich B, the Champions Tour wrapped it up over the weekend, and Tom Pernice was the winner of the Charles Schwab Cup Championship, and Bernhard Langer, the ultimate German driving machine. He's pretty steady. He's having his way. 17 top 10s. He's having his way with that tour. I mean, these guys are ageless. Ageless. And we're going to go to the man who's been covering it all year long. He was out there last week in beautiful Arizona. Vartan Capellian from PGATour.com. Hello, my friend. Hi there. How are you? Awesome. These guys are good, Vartan. Yeah, they are. Um... The ones who are still out there, you know, uh, working at their trade, yeah, they're very good. Uh, uh, they can play. Um, it's you know, they're just really good shot makers. Sadly, there aren't enough shot makers left in America on the PGA Tour. Uh, all those guys are just 
clones of one another. They just bomb it, and then they hit it high on the green. Uh, if you want to see some shot making, you'll see it from these guys because uh, they're old school, obviously, as their age uh, dictates that, and uh, and they're fun to watch. Well, Jay Haas winning at 60, Fred Funk, um, you know, Freddie, Kirk Triplett. I mean, you know, and Billy Andre coming out as one of the rookies this year. So these are, you know, guys I used to watch. Familiar names on the tour. Very familiar names. And it's fun, and it's just getting deeper. You know the, you know the players. They've had good, you know, tour resumes and, and wins. And, you know. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. Uh, there was a time not too long ago that when you were 50 or 51, when you first came out, you kind of dominated for, for a few years if, if you were good enough. Uh, look what's happened over the last few years. Now you've got guys that are 57 years old, like longer. you got guys like Jay Haas, who is the next most dominant player on this tour this year at age 60. You know, that hadn't happened before. Uh, and... Uh, you know, I, I think that's I think that's refreshing for the Champions Tour. Uh, it's not like you come out at fifty and between fifty and fifty-four, uh, you win or do whatever you're going to do and uh, disappear. These guys are, you know, these guys are having some success, and for you know, and, and that's the fun part. I think is uh, is to see the kind of golf that some of the you know the longers and the hosses are playing. All right, those are very familiar names now. Uh, Varden, right now we've got at Orange County National, we've got the Q School for the Champions Tour, correct? Right, right. And uh, there's some kind of familiar names there, but actually, Varden, how many spots on the Champions Tour are they playing for? Do you know Uh, that? It's not very many, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah, Uh, because it's something that's talked about quite regularly. Uh, you got a whole bunch of guys playing in qualifiers around the country and they're looking for five spots. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. That's of, there's like three spots. You know, there's one in uh, California. There's one here in Florida. Talk and about pressure. And uh, yeah. there might be some conditional spots, but, uh, um, man. Uh, there's Yeah, the, and, then, and then there's a couple of dozen conditional spots, which basically give you the opportunity to go out on Monday and try to qualify for an event. Wow, but but it's the first five. It's the first five. Uh, it's it's the thirty on the money list from this year, who have a spot sewn up for next year, and uh, and the five uh, that'll uh, win through the Q school, who get to through the Q school, and of course there are some of the the money list uh, folks who are uh, exempt. But yeah, it's not very many. I mean, yeah, that it's it's the you know, you hear so much about the pressure of Q school. There isn't a Q school anywhere that's more more difficult to get on than this thing. This was this was really hard. There's there's no margin for error there. All right, so only to, they they take the top thirty guys on the money list. Top thirty on the money list. Yep. And they they get to go through to the next year. Wow, that's a pretty small right. uh, group of guys. Yeah, yeah, and then of course you know there are the the career money list guys who are you know better be there forever. Uh, obviously, but yeah, it's you know they only have seventy eight full uh, seventy eight golfers in the full field, so it's uh, that fills up pretty quick. There's not a lot of golfers. We're talking to Varton Capellian, PGATour dot com. Varton, we talked before the Ryder Cup, so I want to uh, get your thoughts on what happened with Mister Watson and the 
task force the PGA is putting in place and all the conversation we've had since then? Well, you know, I, I did a piece on Fred Couples last week uh, about the Ryder Cup. Uh, and I tell you, I, I agree with I agree so much with what he had to say. I think that uh, I think the PGA of America is just kind of complicated this thing so much with its task force. What a surprise! And all the, and all the other things. I mean, you know what? If I was captain, somebody, uh, we were we were talking last week about this, uh, and somebody said, well, "What would you do if you were captain?" I said, "Well, first thing I would do is my uniform would be." Uh, khaki pants and red shirts, blue pants and white shirts, gray slacks and red shirts. I mean, that's it. You know, I think they have just made this into such a production uh, that it's it, it just beyond it, 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 it beyond what it should be. I mean, it's a competition. It's a game. It's golf. Let them go out and play. Uh, and I think, you know, I think they have things like a, uh, a show on Wall Street to name Three players, for heaven's sakes, that took two hours. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just think they're just making way too much of it. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, the Europeans won because the Europeans right now are better. You couldn't know, couldn't uh, agree more. <laughs> and yeah, I still I, mean, I still think Bernhard should have played. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't say that because they won. If they'd have lost, you'd have been, you might have had some grounds to say that. But let me ask you this. Would Bernhard longer have been a better player uh, than Stephen Gallagher Ooh. on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah, I, I think the answer. I think the answer is yes, of course. Yes, because I mean he'd have, he'd have brought you he'd have brought you experience and a lot of other things uh, that Stephen Gallagher certainly couldn't bring. Uh, but you know you can't argue with what they did because they won. Uh, they won rather comfortably, I would say. Yeah. Look, the Europeans the Europeans are better. Uh, they. You know, uh, and they and they and the better team won. Let's just let's put it that way. I mean, you know, and we're we're still we're still talking about it, but uh, that's yeah. good for golf. Yep, yep. No, that that's right. Yeah, it gives us something to talk about and debate and discuss. But uh, yeah, the Europeans right now are better. Look at the world rankings. Look how many they've got in the top. You know, top five. I think what four Europeans. Um, we, you know, we, I, got, I love, we got we got to go, Varton. We got some okay. work to do. The U.S. team. There's okay. no doubt about that. But we right. we okay. appreciate we appreciate as always speaking with you, Varton Capellian. Check him out on PGATour.com. Rich B, you going with Keegan Bradley? All right, and I'm going to go with Sergio because you know he's my man. As always, thanks for listening. The Golf Insiders. Watch some golf this weekend. There's more coming up next week. We're out of here.